Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. It's uh, been quite the morning. I, uh, I I was kind of in a good mood this morning, and uh, I uh, not that I'm I'm never in a bad mood, am I, Rudy? I'm never in no, a bad no. mood. No, no, no. But uh, just a few minutes ago, if you remember, uh, Larry Barons and with Power of the Future and his wife Ruth. They came in and surprised me with flowers and a card, a thanking card. Thank you for let. <laughs> he did me a big favor, yet he's so gracious and thanks me for it. And I, I appreciate him so, so much. And and uh, it was uh, nice to be able to go see the new grandbaby. And I could not have done that as easily as I did without Larry filling in for me. And Rudy, Rudy, Rudy uh, kept the... Uh, Home fires. I, I had to stay here. behind and hold down the fort. <laughs> He's still griping about that. <laughs> All right. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer, and then we're going to get on with the show. There's so much happening, and I want to tweak your minds. I want to uh, cause you to think a little bit and understand how much power you really have. But let's go to the Lord in prayer, because he has all the power. For such a time as this, Father, this phrase coming from the book of Esther. And Mordecai tells her, after be taken in as a slave, perhaps you are here for such a time as this, as she was chosen queen over all the others to save your people. Father, I don't believe I'm Queen Esther. But I believe you have placed each and every one of us, everyone who is listening today, right here, right now. Not for me, but for you, for such a time as this. You are calling your children home. Father, we praise you for your greatness, for your love the mercy that you bestow upon us that we do not deserve, and the blessings that you just fill us with that we do not deserve. And so many times we don't even recognize them because we are so puffed up. Forgive us, Father, for being such children that are so so willingly ignoring you and seeing only ourselves. We ask your forgiveness for that and for the many times we have failed you that that we openly, willfully sin against you, disobey your word. May we not be such children. Free us from that. Father, protect your children. Protect those who are being persecuted unjustly. Be with President Donald J. Trump. And Father, I pray that you are with everyone who is in 
the wake of this invasion that we're going to have in this nation. In some ways, I believe we deserve it. But in other ways, I worry about the innocent. I pray for your protection over all. Father, may we have hearts that will seek yours. Change our hearts, O God, that we may be more like you, as the song says. May we always seek your will in our lives. May we always be willing to let the Holy Spirit guide us in all that we say and in all that we do. For such a time as this, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, when you stop and think of where we are in this nation, and I don't know why things pop in my head like they do. It's been a mystery to my husband for years. But things just sometimes pop in my mind. And this morning, the word dissident popped into my head. So I had to look it up, and I believe I am one. I believe I am an American patriot dissident. I am a person who opposes officially official policy, not laws, policy, especially that of an authoritarian state. I respect others and expect others to respect me. I will stand for the flag, the United States flag. I will cling to my Bible. I know my Savior is my freedom, and he is my liberty. I will uphold the constitutional, my constitutional rights and recognize the dishonesty and the hypocrisy of those in official positions who strat- strategically make moves to go around that Constitution and our Bill of Rights to accomplish their totalitarian ways. I remember the first time I was on the air, I had an article that said totalitarian. I could say it fine until I had the microphone in front of me, and I really bunged it up. The constant barrage of regulations and mandates, they are not laws. And it is time all Americans understood this, that we all understand that we stand for property rights, that we reclaim our inalienable rights that are given to us by God, not by a piece of paper, not by some politician in D.C. or your state house. These politicians, these bureaucrats, they create crises in order to contain and control. They will contain the land. They will contain the citizens. They will control the land. They will control the citizens. They will own the educational institutions and turn them into indoctrinational institutions. Did you know that's not a word? Indoctrinational. They kept telling me that was wrong every time. I Well, it's a word now because I've used it. They will own the media and control the substance of which they speak. But I, I am a dissident, and I refuse to have my speech censored and controlled. I recognize their tyranny, and I see they fear me, for I am a dissident who will think for myself and hold fast to the truth. I will remain independent. I am an American patriot dissident, and I am not alone. But if I am, 
I will still stand, for I am a dissident, and I proudly, I say, I love my nation. I love my God first. I am a dissident, an American patriot dissident. Are you? I think we all are in our little ways. Maybe we're not going on to the sidewalk or the, uh, the overpasses, and I don't begrudge those. I'm thankful for those who do, waving their flags and their banners and upholding the United States Constitution and the Bill of Rights. But I have my microphone, and I have you. Now, my son, one of them, sent me a little thought for the day. He said, this is a positive thought for the day, Mom. And I said, I think that's pretty good. I might use it on the air. Just think. At least the gas prices aren't as high as the illegal immigrant, as the illegal immigrants surge that we're now having. Yeah, there's your positivity. We can do better than that. When we come back, we will have Daniel Turner with us, and we're going to talk about being a dissident. I'm going to let him know I'm one. I told Larry I was. That was the title of the show today. I am a dissident. And he said, I am too. And I said, yeah, we don't stand alone. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we will be right back. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average we get less than 12 minerals from the foods we eat. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement that can fill the gap because It contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-310-5252 or on the website immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-310-5252. You'll be glad you did. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have Daniel Turner with us today. Daniel, how are you doing? Oh, Beth Ann, happy Friday to you and your great listeners. I have I have a thought for the day here. My son sent this to me. I already shared it with the audience. I'm going to share it with you because you might or might not get a kick out of it. It's it's a little irony. Anyway, the positive thought for the day is at least the gas prices aren't as high as the illegal migrant surge. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not not totally funny, but yeah. <laughs> no, and I, I I fear gas prices are going to climb because we're getting to the time of year that we use more gas, which is absolutely. Um, our supply is not increasing. I think your audience knows that. We talk about it often. But our demand is going to start to go up, and, and as a result, we're just going to higher prices. That's why at his town hall the other day on on CNN, um, <laughs> when Trump asked what would he do to lower prices, and he said, drill, baby, drill. And, it's, and they clapped. I've said this a, a couple times now. I said it's not because he, he has this love for the fossil fuel industry, and he does. He, he's very supportive of the American uh, energy industry. But it's just he understands the basic laws of economics. And if you want to lower the price of something, you have to increase the supply. And drilling means will eventually have a greater supply and prices will come down. It's a very simple formula, and it's been proven. We saw it in 2018, 19, 20, up until the COVID pandemic. Uh, we saw how, how cheap goods and services were. Inflation was 1.4%. Uh, gas was under $2 a gallon nationally. So, so we can return to that, but it requires a political act by this president, and I don't think it's going to happen. No, yeah, drill, baby, drill. <laughs> They're not doing that. Well, they've got a little uh, war going on over some of these regulations. I thought maybe we'd uh, discuss that some. Yeah, you know, I, I they are very concerning, um, but the reason why I'm not staying up at night is because they will all get struck down on the courts, and the more I think about it, the more I realize that's exactly what the Biden administration does. Um, EPA versus West Virginia, the Supreme Court case last year, really set an important precedent of, of the rights of the states when it comes to EPA regulation. Um, and so they will use that to get a lot of these regulations tossed. Um, but that's what the Biden administration wants. And the reason why is it's an election cycle now. And yes. they have to get uh, Michael Bloomberg, who gave $100 million last cycle. Uh, Tom Steyer gave $50 million. They need these greeny weenies, as you call them. They need their money. And, and to get them excited, they have to make gestures like this. Um, and then they will get the talking point. Biden will say that he's trying to protect the environment and, and, 
and kids from pollution, but the greedy Republicans and their evil fossil fuel crimes. And it's all based on a bunch of lies. It's based on junk. Oh, I think we lost him. Oh, we lost our Daniel. Let's Very try and get Very susceptible to, to the dangers of, of a gas stove, but especially children of color. And I don't understand what that means. I don't understand why a black child is more susceptible to a stove, uh, uh, the vapors of the stove, than a white child. And you realize, oh, they're not. It's just talking points. It's all political lies for for the election cycle. And and we have to dismiss lies when we see them and, and ridicule the people who tell lies. So an EPA administrator says black children are more susceptible to the vapors of a gas stove than white children. We need people like you and people in the media to say, I'm sorry, I'm going to need to see some evidence of that claim. Oh, my gosh, yes. But they say anything, Daniel. They'll claim any crazy stat, and I don't know where they get them at, but they'll claim anything. I think we keep losing him. We're going in and out here with Daniel. Are you there, Daniel? Yes. Yeah, yeah, there no, you are. absolutely. Okay. They will claim anything, and even if it makes no sense. Heck, a, a Congresswoman AOC, again, after the Trump town hall said that she was particularly worried about women and children who were watching. And you want to say, what does that even mean? <laughs> why, why are women children who were, first of all, I don't know how many children should be watching the Trump town hall. Children shouldn't be watching politics, period. They should be outside digging in the mud. But but what does that mean? And, and again, that's why they need to silence voices like yours, because... Your voice and other other people in the media who are not in the mainstream media are the ones who do push back on those claims and do say, well, what what does that mean? And look at what happened to Karine Jean-Pierre when she said, we all know that this administration has reduced illegal immigration by 90%. By 90%. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Everyone pushed back. She was destroyed. And then the result of that was, well, we're not having a press conference tomorrow. Right. Uh, and that's why they need to silence voices like yours. Because you're a threat to what they want to say, the lies they want to tell. But wouldn't you like to see a town hall where actually somebody who wasn't famous actually led, the was the moderator, or actually had the questions? Maybe a yeah. panel of just people like me, you know, that, that, I, that we ain't nobody in the big realm of things, you know, but yep. we are at home and... uh you know, I want to ask him about some of the things that he wants to do the next time. I know what he did before. I want to yep. know how he's going to get rid of the problems, which are the deep state. But I want to know, I want to know more about his beautiful plan of starting new cities. Mm -hmm. How's he going to do that? What land is he going to use? Is it going to be land that's already been set aside to, uh, you know, conserve? And we're going to open it up and actually make it utilize, utilize it? What is he going to do? I want to know those things. And you're never going to hear anybody else ask that, ever. No. No. And it goes back to what we've talked about before on this show, which I think I want to make my national agenda, is the call for town halls this summer. Um, we should be asking all our members of Congress, not just the, the, the President Trump in, in political town halls about the election cycle, but we should be asking all of our elected representatives tough questions and getting and getting answers from them because this is why they are elected. But they do not want that. They don't want to talk to their constituents. They don't want to be in public. They don't want to be on media. They don't want to be on the record. And and that is unhealthy. You want to talk about a threat to our democracy? 
there's 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 very few things more dangerous to our republic than elected leaders who who have true disdain for their citizens. HR two, very important piece of legislation that passed the House. Not one Democrat voted for it. How many of those Democrats ran last cycle saying that I am a moderate, I stand up for the country? Well, here's a very simple solution about the horde of illegal immigrants coming across the border. Not one Democrat voted for it. Those folks should all have to face their constituents in a town hall and say, next time I'm applying for a job, I'm undercut by an illegal alien who will charge $4 less an hour. Why do you, why, why do you deserve my vote? If you voted for that, if you voted again, next time I take my kid to the emergency room, but we're 37th yeah. in line because 30 people ahead of us are all illegals and they get to be treated because that's the law. Do, do, did, did you vote for that? Right. Next time I can't, my kid is failing in school because the teacher has to spend more time with the ESL students who have just arrived and are in the classroom. I can't speak do, English. Did you vote for that? Right. Those are the That's why we need town halls again. Absolutely. I agree 100 percent. And, you know, we're seeing things surface that I can't help but look back in my past with when I first started with Derry Brownfield. You talk about somebody who knew nothing. I knew nothing. And he opened my eyes on a lot of things. And it took a few months, maybe a year, before I realized, oh, he, he's not crazy. This really is going on. And here I have in my hand where the Senate votes to repeal Biden's endangered species rule. I had not heard about that except Mindy had kind of mentioned it the other day. They voted to repeal this regulation, more regulations, uh, about protecting endangered species, which the Endangered Species Act was part of the Agenda 21 long before anybody even had those words on their lips. And it passed 50, I mean, yeah, the repeal passed uh, 51 to 49, so some Democrats jumped in with the Republicans on that. But uh, sure. th- that's also a property rights issue. And it people is. don't realize they, they just want to save some little... tough election. John Tester in Montana voted yes. for it. Of course he did, because he knows he's up for a tough election. But you have to say, why do you only vote this way when it suits when, you. when it's the election cycle, what have you done right. for the last four years? And what you've done is you've supported every other Biden agenda that got us to where we are right now. All these people need to be thrown out of office. John Tester, Sherrod Brown, uh, uh, Michael Bennett in Colorado. They represent mm-hmm. very red states. My two winner senators here, Mark Warner and Tim Kaine. I don't know what the heck they've done for the last six years except <laughs> for the Biden agenda. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's. You know, and even now, with where we're looking, oh, everybody's watching the border. Everybody's watching the border. You know, why now? You know, now they want to put in exactly. some uh, uh, Title Eight. Uh, too little, too late, and yep. it's it's going the. I'm tired of the word incompetence. It's not incompetence. It's intentional. It's They've intentional. been after this. I got to get this in, Beth. Oh. Happy Mother's Day to oh, you. Oh, thank my, you, my radio mother. And happy oh, Mother's Day. thank you. I take that title and I'll wear it proudly. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Thank Thanks, you. Beth Ann. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we will be right back.
And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I wrote down a few little snippets there, uh, titles or whatever, to articles today, t- um, headlines. Joy Bahar, you know, the, <laughs> the view, melts down after Trump town hall and calls Trump supporters a cult. Now, you know what really bugs them? It bugs them that we're happy. That's what really bugs them. I've never seen such unhappy people as these Trump haters. The CNN analysis claims the massive surge of illegal immigration under Biden has nothing to do with him, meaning Biden. Nothing. I guess gas prices don't either. It says Trump just reminded everyone why he was... So hard to handle in 2016. Former President Donald Trump's performance at the CNN town hall on Wednesday night was classic Trump. Even Politico ran a headline that could be mistaken easily for a Trump campaign press release. Under the headline, How Trump Dominated CNN, Politico placed a picture of the former president against an American flag at a rally, raising a triumphant fist to the crowd. (laughs) No wonder it drives him crazy. He's happy. He came out there happy. And the people accepted him happily. (laughs) Now, here's one. That kind of caught my eye, and I did not, uh, I, I kind of skimmed it, but I didn't print it off so that I had it in my hands, because I didn't. It's important, but it's, it's not, uh, I don't know, it's petty. It's, it's particularly, uh, elitist. Let me put it that way. So this fake Native American professor, now they had a picture of her, and I could see how she could get get by with it. She she looks Native American, and I'm not saying that to be insulting. I'm just saying she does. Um, but she has to issue an apology. She's had a position as a professor because of her ethnicity, which now she's saying is a lie that she she's not going to resign. She just apologized. I guess that's just more white privilege. She... She took lessons and learned very wisely from Pocahontas Lizzie Warren. You know, the Indians always gave you names as to what you were, what you, you know, like uh, they might call uh, somebody. I don't know what Pocahontas meant, but they might call them like uh, a sunshine or, or walking swift walker or something like that. I think we should call her Lizard. I, I mean, it goes with Lizzie, and I just think we should call her Lizard because she... She slithers around, and and she's kind of, I don't know. Anyway, now I want to talk a little bit about this endangered species rule. It says the Senate bill to repeal the regulations based with a 51, I'm sorry, passed with a 51 to 49 vote. Two Democratic caucus senators, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, he's still working to get that moderate title back, and Angus King of Maine. (laughs) voted with the Republicans in favor to the repeal, despite opposition from the Democrat caucus. The bill was sponsored by Republican Senator Cynthia Loomis from Wyoming. The Biden administration is causing chaos and confusion among private property owners throughout Wyoming and the West. 
two-thirds of all endangered species are located on private lands, so private property owners need to be partners in species recovery, not the enemy, wrote Loomis ahead of the vote. She added that a critical habitat designation has major impacts on landowners as it reduces the value of any private property within a designation because... Prospective landowners recognize the burdens that accompany a designation. Now, first of all, you need to understand, and I was a young, young girl when they came out with this Endangered Species Act, and it ended a long time ago, but they just continue it. And we're all glad that we still have eagles. We have more of them here in Missouri than before, and eagles can be a nuisance. They're a beautiful, beautiful figure. And, uh, we love what they, how, how they are, are, how they represent America. But eagles are predators. And if they're hungry, they'll stop fishing and they'll go after puppy dogs and, and other things. And I uh, wish they'd take a few squirrels from our area. We're overrun with squirrels. But the Endangered Species Act was just what this was implying. It's about private property, the taking and controlling of private property. So first and almost, first and foremost, you need to understand and realize that the Endangered Species Act was always, it was never about the species. Remember how they were going to protect the white owl up there in uh, Oregon, I think it was, with the, that stopped all the logging and all this and that. Well, there never was a white owl, but they sure did damage the logging industry, which in turn damaged trucking industry, which in turn damaged the lumber industry for an owl that didn't even exist there. But he could have, but he didn't. I blame it all on this gray Indiana bat because the gray Indiana bat is everywhere. He's considered endangered. But you see him everywhere. Is it just one little bat and he's kind of a prankster and he just goes on and on everywhere, you know? All right. So we do have an invasion going on. And Title Eight is what they're going to use. It's a little too, little too late. But anyway, that's what they're talking about now. And Title Eight, under Title Eight, officials can deport an immigrant with a criminal record and those who violate any law or regulation of a state the United States, of a, or a foreign country relating to a controlled substance. Those are already laws, and now we got to put them in a Title Eight. But we already have immigration laws that they refuse to enforce. President Biden is breaking the law. As President of the United States, his job as the executive branch is to enforce the laws that Congress has passed. Congress passed these immigration laws a long time ago. If they don't like them, it's up to them to change them. And they refuse to do it. And they let somebody in a president position, whether it's Biden, Obama, or who else, control everything by executive orders. And Republicans have done it too, including Trump. I am a dissident. Are you? I meant to tell Daniel, that because I'm pretty sure he is too. Now let's talk about absurdities. 
because there's plenty of them. Here we have this Marine. He's being now, he's going to be charged. He's 24 years old, Daniel Penny. He turned himself into the 5th District Precinct, I'm sorry, in Lower Manhattan. He's being charged for choking, for the choking death of the 30-year-old Jordan Neely. Now, Neely has been arrested numerous times. He's not, he's not, he wasn't in his right mind. It said he did so voluntarily and with the sort of dignity and integrity that is characteristic of his history of service to this great nation. In other words, that's what his lawyers are saying when he turned himself in. It says, while Penny's actions were deemed vigilant by some, vigilante, excuse me, by some, others, including those who were on the train with Neely, believe that Penny acted heroically. A 66-year-old subway passenger who witnessed the incident told the New York Post that she thanked Penny for stepping in and in adding the Marine only did so when things got out of hand. He said, I don't care. I'll take a bullet. I'll go to jail because he would kill people on the train. The passenger said to Neely, according to the outlet, he said, I would kill you. Yes, something else. I don't care. I will take a bullet. I will go to jail. While Penny's lawyers contend, the Marine never intended to harm Neely. He was just trying to stop the violence. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate. The world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark. From the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America, gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com.
Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-613-8053-800-613-8053-800-613-8053. That's 800-613-8053. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow. And now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want to back up a little bit. When I was reading those quotes, I wasn't very clear as I was doing it as to who was saying it. The passenger said Neely, which is the man who was killed because of his violence, said to the passengers, I don't care. I'll take a bullet. He was going to shoot somebody. Because he would kill on the train. And according to the outlet, he said he would kill a mother, you know what? I don't care. I'll take a bullet. bullet. I'll go to jail. So when it escalated, and only when it escalated, Daniel Penny, the Marine, took him down and held him down in a chokehold. And apparently that came to his demise. Now... He didn't intend to kill him. He was trying to restrain him. And he was fighting every step of the way. He wasn't a small guy either. So Neely's family, the deceased, and lawyers have declared that Penny showed indifference towards the man, arguing he he should have attempted to help him. <laughs> help him what? Shoot people? So this man has been in trouble numerous, numerous times. Neely, not the Marine. The Marine has not been in trouble. He's mentally ill. What did his family do to help him? All the violence that we're seeing on the subways. Doesn't the mayor hold some responsibility for that, Mayor Adams? And what about the governor of New York? 
What about the Attorney General of New York that keeps allowing these criminals to go out and kill again? This is from someone that was on the train, the elderly person, speaking of the Marine. I hope he has a great lawyer, and I'm praying for him. And I pray that he gets treated fairly. I really do. America is watching this. We're watching as the criminals are hailed heroes and the heroes are hailed criminals. Now, not that I think what this man did was right, but let's look at the difference in the two situations. Here we have someone in trouble. He's a homeless man in New York City, and he's been charged with several hate crimes after defecating on an LGBTQ plus pride flag in April last year, apparently. So it says here that Fred Innocent is his name. I thought that was kind of ironic. He's 45 years old and he's homeless. He allegedly took the flag from the Buceo 95, a New York City tapas bar, and defecated on one while using the other to wipe himself. He did this on April 15th. Now, it said something about January here in June. I don't know. I kind of got confused on the dates. But they are. They want to throw the book at this homeless man for defecating on their flag. But this other homeless man, I don't know if he was really homeless or not, Neely, that's on a subway threatening to kill people and somebody takes him down, I guess if he'd had, you know, an LBGTQ plus flag wrapped around his, you know what, then they'd have thought he was an enemy. But it was a hate crime, they say. For him to defecate, him to take a little, you know what, relieve himself on the on the LGBTQ flag and then to wipe himself with the another flag, I guess, you know. Now, if that had been the American flag, they'd have been okay with it. And they'd have screamed he has all kinds of First Amendment privileges, but my goodness, not on this LGBTQ plus flag. Do you see what I'm trying to compare here, the differences in the crimes? And they want to throw the book at this man. Well, I guess he wouldn't be homeless anymore if they did that. We'd all be, he'd be getting three square meals a day and a little exercise and fresh clothes and a shower every once in a while and at the taxpayer's expense. Well, as we close, we don't have a lot of time, but I did want to talk just a little bit about the uh, town hall with President Trump and what... I get a big kick out of it. I really, really do, because it drives the other people insane. And this is an article about Morning Joe. He has a meltdown. You know, him and Joy, Joy need to have, they need to start a a support group. Because they can't handle happiness. I don't know why they ever named her Joy, because she has no joy within her. But Morning Joe, he just thinks it's it's terrible, and he and he thinks people should stop stop 
talking about Trump. Don't give him any credence. And here he is talking about him. Now I'm doing it. But he said the shocking part. The shocking part, Rudy, was the audience who cheered. The audience cheered Trump. You mean his cult? His cult. They cheered him. They were happy. They were clapping. I don't think they chanted, though. I don't think they chanted. <laughs> CNN, their ratings were high, but their viewers were maybe off their high. They weren't happy. Oh, he's gonna just, he's gonna just hand Ukraine over to, to Vladimir Putin. He's going to cause a nuclear war. He's just, they need help. They need help. They may think we're the cult, but I'm telling you, these people need some help. I don't care if you don't like Trump, but get over it. Yeah, Trump ain't nobody's pawn. He's not, nothing. Not, <laughs> not, not even <laughs> Melania's pawn, I don't think. No, I don't think, uh, no, I think she gave that up a long time ago. <laughs> but I bet she has a little more power than we want to believe. Yeah, probably. You know, um, it's amazing to me that this cheering audience was the worst thing they could ever see. <laughs> and I want to tell you something right now. If January 6th was a true insurrection, the amount of people there, all unarmed, except maybe those FBI agents and CIA guys that were within the crowd, with the millions of people that were in that city that day, an insurrection could have happened without firing a shot. If that was what was going to happen that day, it would have happened. But that wasn't the intentions of that day. The intentions of that day were to make sure that the Constitution was honored and that the process, the elective process, took place in a legal and honest way. But the instigators wanted to make sure that they intimidated the few senators that were going to speak up and demand integrity. And so it was gone. It's time for all of us to be an American patriot dissident and bring America home.